welcome to Oaken Bros. This is Eric. And I am Michael. Today we have on Thomas John, world-renowned psychic medium. He has wowed audiences across the world uh, with his messages from the other side. Um, he's an he, author. He has his own TV show. Um, on CBS. He's a good friend of our family. And we are so grateful for you coming on, Thomas. Who was the first person that came through for you ever it, it, from the start? Well, first off, thanks for having me so much. So I'm really my excited pleasure. about this. Um, first person ever would definitely be my deceased grandfather, my father's um, father. He started to visit me and um, connect with me and give me messages. And that was when I was about four years old that I remember, four or five years old that I remember. But my mom does say that it actually started to happen before that, like even when I was like three. Um, but that's when I remember it. So, so what is when you get a message? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Is it is it uh, is it as as like we're seeing each other, or is it something different? You know, it's it's um, it can be different ways. So there is sometimes where I receive a message, or I feel or see something um, for somebody, and it is more. Um, what we would call mental mediumship. So it's more through thought form. Um, and then I also will have things where I will see what we call like objective mediumship, where I'll literally see a spirit in the room, you know, I'll see a, uh, you know, a, 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 a loved one here, you know, I, I'm, so it just, it, it depends. They, the, the spirit world pretty much controls how they give information and how they choose to come through. So it's really kind of based on how they, you know what I'm saying, uh, want to um, come through. Mm -hmm. Is it scary to see someone else in the room that's not physical? Like, I think I would bug the hell out if I'm <laughs> talking to my brother and like my grandmother's in the corner. Like, what, what, right. do you ever freak out over seeing this? Um, no, I think because, you know, you know, I was, you know, kind of born this way. Um, it's never, ever been anything that has stressed me out because it's just kind of been a part of my life. So, ooh, that's my dog. Um, is that okay? <laughs> it's okay. all right. Either she stops or she, she probably saw something. <laughs> so, um, Okay. So, um, yeah, as far as that goes, you know, when I see, uh, no, it doesn't scare me. I think because it's just such a part of my life at this point that it, I don't find it, I don't find it scary at all. Has um, any, I, has, has any of them ever scared you? Has anything shown up like in a dark energy matter? Or is there such exist? thing as, is there such yes. thing as dark energy like that? Oh, like the movies question. do it. You know, yeah. Great question. Um, Hmm. Because those shows, like we love ghost adventures. Like right. I just, you know, as a writer, like it's such inspirational to see like these haunted houses and everything. Yeah. Is that stuff even, does it, do you see that? Yeah, sure. Well, um, you know, this is what I would say. Um, I, 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 first off, I, I'm definitely of the belief that any anything is possible. And, and um, you know, I always kind of use the analogy of like, you know, I mean, Right. There's certain places in the world that I've never been. Doesn't mean they don't exist. I mean, there's certain parts of the ocean that people have never been to. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Um, so there's certain things. I mean, I, there's certain things like, for example, people will sometimes talk about like 
demons or things right. like that. I've never seen anything like that. Um, I've talked to a lot of psychics and mediums that I really believe in and trust. A lot of us feel like that is maybe something that's more, I don't really, you know, that's might be a created thing. I certainly believe in negative energy. Um, I certainly believe that everything has an energy and that certain things can emit or take on a negative energy. You know, I would put ghosts and paranormal, you know, types of things like ghosts. Um, I don't really see ghosts as actually negative, you know. Um, ghosts are basically a spirit of somebody who's chosen, who has chosen because it would be a choice. Nobody would be forced to stay in the physical realm. So I feel like every ghost, um, and when we say ghost or spirit, so if we're connecting with a loved one on the other side, that's a spirit that's crossed over. They're in the light. Um, you know, heaven, spirit world, whatever we want to call that. They're on the other side and they're choosing to kind of step forward into this physical world just temporarily mm -hmm. to give a message. So some, you know, the medium says, oh, your grandmother's with us. And, you know, she's validating herself by, you know, this personality or something. And, and this is what she wants to, and then she kind of steps back. And so um, they're just visiting us. A ghost is really a spirit that has chosen to not cross over. And they are within this physical dimension. Now, it's not really something that is very advantageous to that spirit because they're in a physical world with no body, um, just kind of here, you know. So they, they, it's kind of like a frustrating type of experience. I mean, there really wouldn't be a real reason why somebody would cho choose that. Um, you know, sometimes I've had it happen um, they might be scared to cross over. Um, right. Sometimes somebody's not know doesn't know that they've died. I, I read that. Mm -hmm. You know, when we were we, when one of the houses we were living in and where we grew up, there was yeah. a spot where we would sit in the den, and then there was a, a great room with like a fireplace, and then there was a hallway to the bedrooms. And every single time you would sit there, at out of the corner of your eye, you would always see a white light pass through the hallway, and it was like the shape of like and an I would, old man. And I I yeah. always thought that I'm like, what is that? And at the time, yeah. I was maybe eight or nine years old. And I, I asked my parents and they're like, oh, yeah, we see it, too. And then I had one of my friends over another another little boy, my, one of my best friends growing up, Seth. I'm like, Seth, sit down here. Now look out of the corner of your eye. What do you see? He's like, what is that? So it, because it was like it was in a loop. So it was right. almost like they were stuck. What what is that? Um. You know, that, there is an answer. That sounds like probably it was, you know, maybe like a spirit that didn't cross over or something. Yeah, they can definitely, you know, they can definitely have those. So, yeah, I think that, that I mean, that's probably what that was, you know. It, you you talk of it so matter of factly. This is so refreshing to have someone on who's like, yeah, 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 the ghosts and the spirit. <laughs> what do you. What do you say about naysayers? Eric and I are very spiritual Or non-believers. Yeah. Or, or people who just like, I'm sure you come across it every day. I mean, I even have friends who are, I'm like, oh, I, I went to a medium. I heard from my father. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. What do you, how do you deal with that? Well, I mean, I do feel that everybody sort of has to have their own, you know, path with things. Um I feel like what I'm doing is sort of, I mean, to me, it's such a part of my life, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, would be, you know, when I tell people what I do, I'm a, you know, I'm a medium or an intuitive and um, 
it would, you know, and they say, you know, it would be like somebody to me saying, you know, oh, I'm a dentist and me saying, oh, well, you know, I don't really believe in that, you know, um, just so outside the realm of my thinking. So, I mean, the fa I think from a factual matter, I mean, you know, if somebody is, I mean, first off, we, I think we have to make the distinction between there are people that are skeptic and then there are people that are cynical, you know, okay. people that are skeptic are people that are more of the mindset, like maybe I've never had that experience um, I have no idea really what that is, you know. Um, like, for example, I just a few weeks ago went to my first chiropractor appointment, and I was an admitted skeptic of going to chiropractors. Right. Um, I just didn't really get it at all. And so, and I feel like I've become a believer with this guy that I've been seeing. Right, right. So I think that that's, you know, somebody who's a cynic is somebody who, even in the the presentation of information or evidence or proof is still a non-believer and is still, right. you know, and those people are much more, I've had tons of people that have come that have been skeptical. Um, that's totally fine. But if somebody is going to have the mindset of, you know, there's multiple things that their loved one is telling them that nobody could find out about them. Nobody would know. They wouldn't, you know, even some of their relatives don't know about it. Right. And they're still going to be like, oh, I don't believe in it. They, you know, and I hate people like that too. That's more can't really. I mean, I don't really know a lot that you can really do with that unless that person had some sort of transformation, you know. So, I do you like do you like blowing people's mind? Like when you have a skeptic come in, like you kind of can read the room. Like if you know the and the guy just, sitting there, like you know, this guy's full of shit, and then you're like, yeah, I know your dad's here, or like whatever the case. Yeah. Do you see their face and you like, I got you. You know, well, <laughs> you know, I, I, it's definitely, I mean, it's definitely rewarding, you know, when somebody does have that belief system shift because it helps them, you know, right. Um, and I think it, it helps them become, you know, it helps them. It can be very, it can be, you know, very healing for some people. I've done great readings for people and it just sort of didn't really amount to much for them. It did, didn't, you know, shift their life in a way. I've had people that have, gone on huge spiritual transformations really? because of this. I've had people that have tapped into their own mediumship because of, you know, working with me. So I think it's sort of really, I do the work and I do the reading and I'm, you know, and I partner with the spirit world. And then what that person does with that is really their choice. But yeah, that's very gratifying when somebody, and I have had that happen. Right. You yeah. mentioned that, you know, somebody can explore their own mediumship this is that possible for anybody? Can, can anyone do? do it? Can anyone do what you're doing? Our mom at different, de yeah, at different I, degrees. Obviously. Our mom started taking lessons and she's knocking it out of the park. Mm -hmm. We're seeing it on like, we're on zoom calls with the business and she's like, who's Cleo. And she's like, that's my father who passed away. It's like, like literally we, we, we had a call yesterday with somebody and she got her, her three dead. She, her, her, yeah. Her, her grandmother came through and my mom got the name of her three ex-husbands that all three of them died. Wow. Right. Yeah. She was on and like, fire. <laughs> you know, like we, we've never met this person. We weren't right. LinkedIn friends. We weren't Facebook friends. There, like there was no, like we, Eric and we I got up, like we got on the call and like right away we sensed it. And we asked, we were like, or do you believe in mediums? And then she's like, yes, we do. So then we got my mom on the call and my, and my mom's like, who's Morris? Who's Moshe? And she's like, that's my grand grandmother's second husband who died. So going back to the question is <laughs> it does any, does everybody have that, this ability? Um, yes, I believe what I feel is that it is a sense, you know, so, um, 
you know, it, it is an ability that is, it is in, innate within us. And, you know, obviously, you know, you know, mo you know, the great thing about this, this sense is that it's innate within us. It's not dependent on a physical organ. So, you know, most, most people can, most people can see, but there are some people that are blind. Most people can hear. There are some people that are deaf. Um, the, the thing about this is this is something that everybody has. It doesn't require any sort of biology, you know? Wow. Um, oh my God. It's, it's, I think that it is something that we all have. Of course, there are varying degrees to it. And I do think that the, 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 the most significant thing is that it, it for anybody, um, some people are born, we call them natural mediums. Um, so some people are born with disability and it's just, is very open within them. Some people go through a traumatic event. Yeah. Somebody, some people study into it. So they might take classes and little by little, or they have some experiences that kind of shape their thinking that might be more like your mom. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, you know, I think there's, there's, you know, some people have a loss and then they open up to it. Um, some people it just happens one day, they just don't, it opens up. So I think it's just different for everybody, but I, I feel that everybody has intuition. Everybody has the ability to be more connected to their loved ones. Um, and I think a lot of people can, um, yes. So I, I would say yes to varying degrees, of course, sure. Your That's new incredible. book, your new book, it, the, the title is interesting to me, Never Argue with a Dead Person. Mm -hmm. How did you come up with that? Um, you know, I came up with that really because uh, in a lot of the stories, um, there's always a, there was like a conflict of the people embracing the message or being nervous about it in it and it were not believing in it or whatever. And it seemed like, you know, the, at the end of the day that the, every story had the kind of unifying theme of, of, you know, that the spirit world does not, you know, unlike in this world, you know, the spirit world does not deceive us. Um, there's no, um, it's, it's actually metaphysically impossible for them to, Give us any information that can hurt us, that can hold us back in life, you know, um, that can... What does that mean? So they can't give bad advice? No. It's How? not possible for them. I mean... Why? They can... There might be things that they bring through that are interpreted differently. There might be things where they offer some guidance and it, it doesn't come to pass just yet because... You know, timing is different here, but they can't come through and say something and give you a piece of information that is going to mislead you, you know, wow. like you know, they, they, they're not able to do that. So everything that they bring through is for your highest good. So I just came up with that title of, you know, if it's almost like, you know, why would you ever argue with that when you know that, I mean, it's like I said, there's not it's not possible for them to give you information that doesn't help you in some way. That's, that's incredible. That's incredible. I mean, that's, that's incredibly reassuring. Right. Right. So like when, when they're going to, you know, they don't come through and, and tell you, you know, the lottery numbers and you know what, yeah, I, I hate when people say that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why I, didn't I, I you win the lottery? That. I know. I know. Although, yeah. although I will say I, we had a reading with George and I had a reading with George Anderson over the summer and my dad came through and he was like, you got to start looking into the archangels. I'm like, okay. Cause my dad was so not religious. And 
he was you know, he's and that like, was completely left field for him I mean, of, yeah before you go before you go there i mean right. okay so like we're, when we go and we have a psychic session and my dad is usually coming through loud and clear okay. like it sounds like he has a job there and it sounds like he's doing things but then i also hear that time doesn't exist there mm -hmm. so like what is that I, I'm, I'm confused what right. what is what does that mean so like is he at a desk on a computer <laughs> researching things like what, ha what 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 happens he said he went into the akashic records by the way in one mm -hmm. of our readings i think it was with you where he was in oh. the akashic records but mm -hmm. you so mentioned like, what that, that what does that mean like, yeah well you have to remember first off just to orient your thinking it's not a physical world you know so nobody has a body over there so nobody's sitting or standing or you know a medium may you know when we're describing things we sometimes will use certain terms like, oh, he's standing with you or he's with you, but there's not a physical body. So they're, you know, they're, it's all soul energy based. Now, some people, you know, when I tell them that they're like, oh, well, you know, that, that, you know, I don't have a body. I mean, you know, but what you have to remember is, is, you know, imagine all the things you could accomplish if you were not limited by your body. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't have to sleep. You wouldn't have health problems. You wouldn't have a back pain. You know, you could be in two places at once, three places at once. So wow. immediately, so it's not that you're less powerful because you don't have a body. Your body actually is very limiting. Your soul is this beautiful expanse of energy and it's gotta be in this kind of heavy, dense body that kind of doesn't really work that well. So um, to kind of exist in this physical world. So nobody has a body over there, but of course they have, thought form they have their soul they have their soul knowledge of everything they've learned in all their lifetimes they have a consciousness you know and there's been so many studies that show that consciousness does not have to be limited to a body you you know um wow and they've done a lot of you know some you know of course the science is still catching up to things but there's been a lot of neurological research neurobiological research that shows that um, you know, uh, there's a consciousness that people have even when they're not in a waking state, you know, things like that. So we, we know that, the you know, your body doesn't have to be up and going and, you know, to, to be to be picking up things and feeling things. And so, yes, there's a there's an energy that moves forward on the other side. There's a consciousness. So most people on the other side, yes, they do have jobs. They do have things that they're doing. They do have things that they're accomplishing. Um, they do have things that they're, you know, that they're experiencing. They do have um, things that they are, you know, trying to, uh, you know, work on and things. So yes, that is something that they do, that they do. Yes, for sure. Without time and space. Without time and space. Without being limited by time and space. So when I say there's no time over there, what it is is, you know, I mean, you know, and, and again, some of these are very, you know, pretty advanced concepts, but it's like, you know, um, time is more what I've been explained is, is really is something that's in the physical world. Um, it's something that kind of help us move forward. So it doesn't exist, I guess, in the same way on the other side. I don't want to say that there isn't time, but it just is, I guess it's not the same sort of currency of time over there like it is here you know it's almost like you know i, I don't know like it's it, that's it's almost like there's a different rate of time over there so it's a little bit different um but yes i mean you know yes they do have jobs over there um and you know there are levels on the other side too yeah uh -huh. we've heard that it 
you know, we're Eric and I are huge believers in the law of attraction. I'm a mm -hmm. student of the law of attraction. Does that play into what you do? Like, because you said that thoughts, consciousness, is so so really are thoughts things. Mm -hmm. And also, too, um, you know, we can think about it in one main way is that um, I have found I'm actually writing about it in my in my um, 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 next book that I'm working on. Nice. Um, and um, and um, and I'm my actual the name of my next book. I actually haven't really talked to anybody about it. So I'm, but uh, my next book is called Heaven is What You Think It Is. Oh, my God. And, what it is about is that everybody's spirit world is as unique as our lives here. You know what I'm saying? So for example, sometimes I've had people, you know, for example, your spirit world may be very different than my spirit world when I go to really? the spirit world. And for some reason, sometimes people think of, you know, they, they, we think of it as, Oh, well, the spirit world, everybody's in sort of one little place. Yeah, they can interact with each other and see each other. But, you know, your dad's spirit world, the things that he's learning, studying, growing, the things that he's energetically experiencing that he loved, you know, the things that bring him joy, because you do get to experience those things over there. And that's what I've been told before. You know, it's like everything is, you know, they have colors over there that we don't have. They have right. emotions over there that we don't have they have uh you know experiences that are so unique um and so yeah i think that the way the law of attraction i mean there's many ways but for example there's two let's just think of two ways that the law of attraction works so one thing is is law of attraction works very much in communicating with our loved ones the more energy and the more thought and the more focus and the more affirmation you put on communicating with your loved ones, the more that they're going to respond to that and send signs. I had a woman, I actually still have a client. Um, she comes and sees me usually every September 11th, her husband um, passed away in, um, um, in the, in the, uh, in September, the world trade center on September 11th. Right. Uh, he was a businessman and he, he had gone there. He was actually supposed to not be working that day. Terrible. He decided to go in extra and catch up. He was working on a big case and decided to go and 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 work on his case. So, um, and he passed away. And so she came and started to see me maybe about um, three years into me doing readings. So I started doing readings like 2008, you know, two. So she probably came like 2012. So it had been some time since he had passed. And she has she she got a she got a reading. And I said, you know, your husband puts pennies on your in your bed and have you noticed that and she said every september 11th i see pennies in my bed i'll wake up and there's pennies in my bed i really? two or three on a pillowcase she goes i just thought that was a coincidence or like you know i was just imagining it and how how though are they literally like are they picking, picking it up, up and putting the pennies and putting it in bed saying honey i'm still here i'm still alive like how yeah. does spirit do that well, they have a way to move matter and move things and stuff. Um, you know, they, they can definitely do that. But the interesting thing with this woman is, is her belief system was so limited that she was, she wasn't thinking of like, she just was like not getting it, you know? Right. And so I said, you know, no, Phil is trying to communicate with you. It's not a coincidence. It's not a made up thing. Right. You have to put more thought into that and, and actually send the thought out of appreciation of gratitude. Of, right. And that really shifted the vibration. And she started to really feel him all the time and dreams. And um, she had a dream one night of the name Michael and, and, and six months later, 
um, her husband had a sign, Michael, and six months later she met her, you know, her future husband, Michael. I mean, so it opened up the communication. So that's a perfect example of law of attraction. It, imagine if I'm visiting you from the other side and I'm, I'm, you know, throwing things at you and visiting right. you in dreams and you're like, eh, you know, whatever. It's, right. it's not going to, you know, and, um, so yeah, law of attraction also works with going to the spirit world because we energetically attract the level. There's no, I mean, you know, we have this whole thing, like I was raised Catholic, so it was always, don't do that, you go to hell, don't do that, you'll go to hell. Right, right. I always joke and say that, um, you know, when I was like 18 years old, I had a conversation with my mom and I said, okay, mom, you know, um, I'm gay and I see dead people. So like, what are you going to talk about first? Um, right. so, you were know, just raised as everything you did was, you're going to hell. I mean, <laughs> you're going to hell. Stop doing that. You're going to hell. That's how I was raised. And so, you know, I mean, but there's not that we've learned, I've learned, is that there are levels on the other side. And it's really not about being punished. It's not like when you go to the other side, it's like, oh, you're bad. You're going over in that place. Right. But you do attract the vibrational level that you match at. So if you were a really, you know, shitty person here and you were not good in life, you're going to attract a level that is going to vibrate at that. So you go, and, and, and that's not going to be as, as great of a level as somebody who lived a different life. So that's another place where, you know, law of attraction comes into a big part. So it's, it's definitely a huge thing. Um, you know, and I, you know, I, 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 I do believe in it very much for sure. I re I'm reading this book on, uh, uh, Kabbalah and, uh, mm -hmm. in the book, per my dad, my dad told me to start researching Kabbalah because it's one of the oldest religions, um, or oldest texts or whatever. And he, uh, it was this great line. And I read it right before this podcast where it said, if God hated you the way we hate each other, the world, the universe would not exist. Right. That like, you know, like you said, like you're gay and you're a psychic and you're, you know, you were raised that, you know, you're going to go to hell because you're doing everything that, that the, the Catholic church says you shouldn't be doing. Right. But like, if God really felt that none of us, I mean, this, the universe wouldn't exist. The universe is harmony. It's, it's perfection. It's, oh, yeah. it's everything. Yeah. So I'm a person that believes in psychics. I'm a person that believes in the afterlife mm -hmm. and I get radio silence. Sometimes I get intuitions with things like I can sense when somebody is a believer, so to speak, mm -hmm. but I have, I want to connect more. So what would you tell somebody who wants to connect more, but they, but they just, I, I don't remember my dreams. Very rarely do I remember my dreams. I want to bring that up too about yeah, my, my, my yeah. mind. My mind is always running, you know, yeah. like I'm, I'm, I'm dialed in from the minute I wake up to the minute I go to sleep, I'm on the phone, I'm on the computer, I'm talking to, you know, with my kids, right. I'm dialed in all day long. I've tried meditating, impossible. Yeah. <laughs> How, what would you tell somebody like me who, I don't want to say desperately wants to do it, but who, who wouldn't mind more? Yeah. More. You know, a couple things I would say, the, the main thing I would say is that Remember that our our loved ones really do. Our loved ones, our angels, our guides, our spirit guides, they communicate through the way that they feel we're going to understand them the most. And we all have a different energetic language. We all have a different 
um, way of communicating with spirit. So I tend to tell my clients, it's not that they're not communicating with you. It's that they're communicating with you and you're not, you're not recognizing it. So you need yes. to maybe broaden your thinking. Um, they communicate sometimes in subtle ways. Um, I also do feel that, you know, everybody has a, just a different way of communicating and not everybody is going to get signed, signed, signed. Sometimes it has to be more of a conscious way of, um, but I, I actually tell people, you know, anytime you think of a loved one, anytime a loved one pops into your mind, anytime you, you think about wanting to connect with them more, there's a communication going on. They are, they're aware of that. So I think it's just about continuing to be open, um, not being discouraged if it's not the way that you want it to be. Um, and I, I've had people, I mean, I, um, when I was living full-time in New York, I had a development circle, a medium development circle. And one of my requirements for where mediums who want to develop their mediumship, we have, you know, we call them development circles. So what we do is we meet and we, you, you usually meet at the same time every week or every month and you sit in circle and you bring through messages and that's, and, and it's just a way for you to develop and practice. And so I had a development circle in, in New York for like five or six years. And, um, you know, we would, it was the same people. We didn't, once we set it up, we didn't let anybody else in because you kind of have to keep the energy like that. Right. And what's cool about the development circle is also is once you get to know somebody, you know, if, if I've already brought through your aunt Mildred, well, I have to give new information to bring her through again, right? So I can't just say, oh, aunt Mildred's here if I already connected with her last week. And so we would really push each other, you know, because of course sometimes you even forget. So we would push each other for new information and say, well, actually last week you told me about Aunt Mildred and how she had poodles. So is there anything else to prove that she's here? We would really, it was, it was really fabulous. There was one woman in the circle and God bless her. She didn't, she couldn't get one thing about anybody. She could not get any messages she'd either sit in the circle and be totally silent or anything she'd say would be like, you know, totally the opposite. She'd right. say like, Oh, your mother died or something, you know, she couldn't get anything. And one day she came to the circle and we, we sat and she, she said, I'm, I'm, she goes, she just started, she just started saying things. She said, I'm, I, I heard the name Bob and um, somebody that died in a car accident. And he lived in Massachusetts. Well, my uncle Bob died in a car accident in Massachusetts. Oh my God. He ran over by a truck, you know. She she just completely connected with him. Like out of like and, and for years she had been coming to the point where like after about six months I had said, you know, do you do you still want to come? Because <laughs> you're not like I mean, we're, we're not gonna be mad at you, but it just you know, and she's like, No, I wanna so sometimes it takes years, you know. I always tell people, you know, we'll and I'm not saying this with you, but you mm -hmm. know, people will people will people are much worse than you in terms of I've had people that will come to a, a psychic development class for four hours and then they're like oh well you know how come i'm not seeing my loved ones and stuff i'm like well you know you'll spend years trying to lose weight you know months trying to learn language right. um, you know, <laughs> i want to see i want to see my dead father after well, five minutes father in one saturday right. <laughs> okay, well no that's not how it works it, it really is um everybody develops at a different level so you know yeah are there are there people that are just like naturals 
you know, like I've come to the realization that some people are amazing entrepreneurs. Some people are amazing sport, you know, like LeBron James or, you know, Bill Gates, you know, like these guys are just exceptional at what they do. There are people that are just naturals. I think at, Thomas John is the LeBron James. Thomas John is the LeBron James of that's media. your next okay? book. That's your next book. <laughs> that is that is that, that is this truthfully the reality of life. You know, I I live my life full disclosure, full transparency, no secrets. I mean, um, for fun, I like to um, do drag, and I yeah. like I, I I do you know I get costumes and I go and sure. you know, right now. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And I I've been taking. Um, dancing classes because just as a you know out you know not in drag but just going and trying to take dancing classes because i right. want to have some more rhythm and i've just learned i mean i feel like i can probably take dancing classes the rest of my life i don't think i'm going to be in the uh <laughs> LA right. I, I, just, I have two left feet and i can right. probably make it better and i i feel like i can start to get some rhythm and learn some moves i don't think i'm going to be like on tour dancing so Right. There is a certain things. Yes, we all have certain things that are innate within us that are just, and I'm sure you have those things. Sure. It may not be spirit communication, but that doesn't mean, like, for example, with that, that, you know, I know I'm never going to be in, you know, the ballet or something, but I don't, that doesn't mean that I'm going to not take dancing classes because right. you're going to tear, I, you're going to tear up a wedding one day. You know, like you're gonna you're gonna do great on that floor with grandma. I gotta you're tell gonna, you, you're gonna kill it. Speaking of psychically, so I I'm more the complete opposite of Eric. I have been having dreams. I remember my dreams since kindergarten. I remember mm -hmm. dreams, and and every one of my dreams. I will put this on record. Every one of my dreams that I sleep between ten and five in the morning come true. I don't know what it is. I write down my dreams. The night before, I'm the, this is not a political thing. The night before Trump was elected, he was in he was in one of my dreams. I'm getting the chills, and his name was flashing on a big red screen saying Donald Trump is president. I I thought Hillary, we all thought Hillary was going to win, right. but like every date I went on when I was in college, I knew if the date was going to be successful or if it was going to be a waste. An account that we're going after, I know it's either we're either going to be going to L.A. for that account, or if we end up not going to be going to L.A. for the account, mm -hmm. I I can't understand what this thing is called. Yeah. And and I and like if you're talking to me right now, like I I can't, you know, like I am taking medium lessons too. I'm not nearly as good as my mom, but like this dreams, these dreams that I have, like I don't know if I'm astral projecting and not even knowing it. Yeah. But but I'm I'm getting these messages in my sleep. Yeah. So that what come is, true. That? Yeah, it's probably the way, you know, that's probably your spiritual mentality and your energy works that way. And probably that's probably the way you, you know, that, that spirit has learned that you are able to receive information in that situation. So I, I should, I should charge too, right? I should just go to sleep for five <laughs> hours and wake up and be like, Tom Brady is going to win the Super Bowl. I actually dreamt that one year. I knew the Patriots were going to win six Super Bowls because I saw the name Tom Brady in my dreams with the number six flashing next to it. And, the, yeah. and there was Super Bowls. I'm like, I, this, and, and he started winning the Super Bowls. I don't know what what it is, but you know it, like, it's cool. That, that's your intuition, right? You know, you're right. more of like a you're like a minor league player. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm perfectly <laughs> fine being in the minors. <laughs> what do you do with murders when you have someone that comes through that was murdered, or a murderer comes through? Mm -hmm. How do you how how and, do and you, also like are are murderers punished? Yeah, mm -hmm. is is there punishment on the other side? 
Right. Um, so um, I think it's very con contextual based. You know, I think mm -hmm. it's based on, um, you know, not that I want to sort of validate certain murders, but I mean, I think that there is, you know, for example, I, I, you know, I did a reading for a woman uh, a few months ago and her son um, was murdered uh, by um, somebody in their neighborhood. It was like a gang violence thing. Terrible. Really bad. Yeah. And the, and the, the, the boy that had murdered her son, they were actually friends and they somehow got into different gangs. So he ended up killing his really good friend. Oh my God. God. And then like a month later, um, he was obviously, he was caught, he was in jail and he took his life. So um, the son of this woman was saying that he, he had met up with his friend on the other side and that they were now friends, even though that person had killed him, you know? Right. So I think there's a, we, I think, consciously and just energetically we can feel that there's something that is different about that than let's say you know uh, you know ted bundy or something you know that right. feels, they, they feel different a little bit um right. even though we'd probably say both are both are terrible you know but but we, there seems to be a different um you know i i think that um I've had very few people come through who have done really horrific things mm -hmm. um, in terms of, so I would imagine the reason for that is probably because maybe they're not as accessible in the spiritual vibration that they're in on the other side. Mm -hmm. um, but I also know that, you know, even let's take a, you know, a, a drastic example like Ted Bundy or something. I mean, there's people in the spirit world that probably did love him, that probably did miss him, that are probably trying to help him. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and we don't know sometimes, you know, you know, the, the uh, abuse that somebody experienced, the karma that somebody brought here. What I can tell you is that whether it be murder, whether it be stealing $5 from somebody, whether mm -hmm. it be, Anything you do that sort of breaks the energy of moving forward in a way that is with love, with kindness. Now, we all make mistakes. We all right. do things that we wish, you know, we can look back on our life and say we shouldn't have done that. You know, we've probably all done something to hurt somebody. So that doesn't mean, you know, obviously that's something we work through, um, you know, and I think probably for most people that are listening to this, you know, they I'm imagining they probably don't have, you know, a serial killer in their family or something. So it's probably more, you know, well, my father was a really bad father and now mm -hmm. he's passed and is, is he helping me? Like, I don't really want his help. Right. But I, I do think that people, what I've, what I've been shown is that people, um, for example, I mean, I've talked about this, I'm writing about this in my next book, but, um, you know, my father was a horrible, by all, you know, he was a horrible father. Um, he was, extremely, hear that. yeah, he was extremely abusive. Um, and he was, he, he actually was put in jail for oh. the abuse that he had to do. And he ended up passing away in jail. Oh my God. And for the last, since ninth grade, when he went to jail, I was not close to him at all. And he was the most cruel, um, 
hurtful, sadistic type of person. I mean, he actually got joy out of causing problems for people, out of bothering people. Of you know, he would do all sorts of crazy things. I mean, he right. would the neighbors would go on vacation and he would spray paint their house orange. Oh my god! Just to be, just to be, just to just to be like no, they didn't do anything. I mean, there was like new neighbors that had just moved in. Right. He was just like a sick person. Right. It's interesting though, because as he's because he went to spirit a couple of years ago, and as he's gone to spirit, he has actually helped me, guided me, because he had another side of him here. He he adopted stray cats. Okay. Um, he he would uh, the, those commercials would come on about children, you know, sponsor them for a dollar a day. He'd start crying. Wow. Um, and he was one of the most, he could walk into a room. He was the most charismatic person. So there was that side of him too, but then there right. was the crazy side. Right. So what I've seen is that in spirit, you know, he doesn't have that nasty side anymore. He's totally the person that was the good side of him. And right. so he has, you know, I would imagine, you know, and, and, and because he was the, least patient, the least compassionate person. He's actually stepped through for me sometimes when I'm, you know, I feel like my patience is being tested. My compassion is being tested. I'm really hurt by something. So, you know, I have felt him come through and be, okay, be patient. You know, don't, don't do what I would have done. You know, don't, you know. Um, and so sometimes in spirit, somebody's weaknesses here actually become their strengths. That's incredible. Um, yeah, it's amazing. So why do we why do, you said you mentioned earlier that there that we live multiple lives? Why why do we live multiple lives? Why do we come back here? Why you know your father obviously had issues and you know like and when do you come back or are you there at the same time as you are back as well? I've heard that that like we're here and there at the same time. I've heard that before. Yes, I mean what what I what I feel is that our soul is our you know this big beautiful soul, and it can't possibly be fully limited into our body here. So what happens is is we have a part of our soul that is living out in our body here, and then it's also living into other dimensions and other realities too. Um, and um, so I do feel that as far as um, we come back. Why do we come back? Well, we come back to learn more. You know, we come back and, um, you know, for example, maybe my father would come back and his neck, you know, let's say now he's learning about compassion and kindness and healing and things like that. So maybe he'll come back in another lifetime to live out more of that life, you know, and he may come back and be a teacher, you know. You um, you you deal with a lot of celebrities. Did I cut you off? I don't know if that no. you were done. Okay, done. you deal with a lot of celebrities. Have you ever spoken to a famous celebrity from over there, like oh, someone wow. who? No. Oh, tons of times. Oh, tons of times. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Are you, can you say who? Can you? Are you like Michael Jackson, Lucille oh Ball? Um, oh uh, what is the guy that played the Joker? Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger. Um, he's come through. Um, oh yeah, a lot of lot of well known people. Mm -hmm. uh, awesome. Are you are you starstruck at like you know like oh <laughs> Heath is here you know like are you as starstruck about their spirit as well, you are? Is, is a lot of times they do not because again remember I'm communicating through thoughts so it's feelings senses things like that. Right. Um, I did a reading uh, once for um, Latoya Jackson. Um, but she had set it up through another, obviously she's pretty, you know, 
she has a certain look and things like that. It was a telephone reading and she had, somebody had set it up for her. So I, I mean, I don't care. I had no, it's like, not like, I'm like, Oh, I wonder, right. who this is, you know, and it was under some sort of weird name or something. So anyways, I called and I did the reading and, you know, at the end of the reading, she actually told me, you know, um, you know, you connected with my brother, Michael, you know, that was Michael, but you know, someone who comes through and, you know, he came through more with messages about their, um, you know, they don't come through in a linear fashion. It's not like they come through and say, oh, I'm Michael Jackson. I was born on this day. And, you know, it, it, so I don't even sometimes know, you know what I'm saying? And remember also that they want to, as much as possible, come through and bring through things that are very specific and are not things that, um, for example, if I was to tell, you just think about the energetics of it to kind of give healing to Latoya. If I was to come through to her and say to her, even though it was, she didn't set up and it wasn't, you know, she gave me like a fake name or whatever. But if I was to come through to her and say, Oh, your brother, Michael is here. Um, I feel like he was a musician. Um, she probably would have been like, okay, this guy is like, seriously, yeah. I, I mean, this is stupid, you know, but the fact that he came through and said, I said, oh, your brother's here. And, you know, do you remember at five years old when you, he, you know, you guys were laughing because you fell in horse manure or something. And she's like, oh, yeah, nobody knows that except me and him. Mm -hmm. uh, things that she said to him, you know, day before he died. Um, it, it, but they don't come through and identify themselves in that way necessarily. So a lot of times I don't even know that they're a celebrity because it, it's not significant really to the reading necessarily, you know, that's unbelievable. I think that's the clip, Eric, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the Facebook, YouTube and, uh, and no, uh, I mean, that's and, and LinkedIn clip. Oh my God. That is. Yeah. 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 I did have a, what was funny though. Cause I did have, um, I did have a reading a few, a few, about a year ago, actually, with a woman, uh, wasn't she was a really I forget who she was. She was a really close friend of his. But this person, she she wasn't like in the family. I think they were just really close personal friends. I forget. But um, and Don Rickles came through, oh and he said, and the first thing he said was, "I'm Don Rickles. I'm, I'm coming through." And I said, "I think Don Rickles is here." She's like, "Oh, that makes sense. He was like one of my best friends." So um, Don Rickles was one of so our parents' first accounts. That oh, my, my dad used to drive Don Rickles. Our dad used to drive Don Rickles when he was in New York City as a stand-up comedian. Wow. And, and he invited my dad to one of his shows. And he, in the car, he was telling me, he's like, I'm going to get you, David. I'm going to get you so hard. And, and he, he and sat him, mom in, the, and he sat him in the front row. My yeah. dad was sweating the entire time. And he'd walk by and keep winking at my dad. And he never he never got him. But he uh, teased the shit out of him. Yeah. He's one of my favorite, you know, in terms of a celebrity, if I was to say. I mean, I, I didn't really get to ever know him or anything. But I I, I just – I He was, I, I, he was I, Mr. Potato Head in Toy Story for, like, yeah. you know, the younger generation. But, like, Don Rickles <laughs> is a classic comedian from the 70s. Yeah. Um, do you ever get – like um uh like if you're talking to like the starbucks girl and you're like i'll have a double caramel latte and like their grandmother comes through and you're like you know and you know our mother does this all the time yeah and it's like i'm like <laughs> mom we're, tr we're trying to get this account and she's like we'll be wait, at wait. we'll be we'll be at disney and we'll be eating we'll be eating dinner and she's like who's margaret and no, then oh my god <laughs> you know we were we were in disney we were in disney world though it was shower me and the kids eric jen and the kids and we, our mom was there and the waitress came over and she was taking orders and this snap my mom's like they're telling me to say susan they tell i'm like i don't know masa say susan she goes excuse me i don't remember the girl's name she's like 
who's Susan? She's like, that's my mother who passed away two years ago. And it's like, and my mom was getting it. Like, she's mm-hmm. like, you know, did you have a special, like, you know, coin did, box that you guys had? Do you do that? I, I do. I do. I, I always, you know, obviously I always tell people, you know, I'm a medium. Right. I feel like I'm getting a message. If you don't want to hear it, no problem. I'm right. sure you'll get the message another way. But um, if you want to hear it, and 99% of the time, you know, spirit only allows me to have that thought if the person's receptive anyways. Mm. Oh. So they really, you know, but yes, I have had that. I'm trying to think. Um, probably the best one actually was when I was I was with my sister. And we were in a, some sort of random casino. I think we were in, for some reason, like King of Prussia, like the most random place. <laughs> and we were sitting there, like having a martini after. I think I had like a book signing there, maybe. Right. And um, you know, and my and um and same thing. I said, you know, I, I said my, you know, I said I, I don't know. I'm hearing Zelda. And my sister's like, oh my god, seriously, like, <laughs> she's like so embarrassing. And the guy was, he like freaked out you know and he like hopped our meal and i mean not that i did it for that but um, but yeah but i always tell people and there's a story in my book about a woman who actually she ended up getting but i met her in the Dwayne reed and her son was following around and i went up to her and she said i'm a i'm a born-again christian and she said uh you are disgusting that you're coming up to me and doing this and i was like okay i guess i misread this one because i felt like she'd be receptive but then we ended up talking and um, she kind of stayed. We, we got into a conversation about religion and things like right. that. Or finally, she was open to hearing it. And it actually, she said, changed her whole life, you know. And we're actually really good friends to this day. And she That's actually amazing. that day went home and said, I, you know, I have to, I, I don't want to be a born again Christian anymore only because they don't support my belief in the afterlife. And after that experience in the Dwayne Reed, um, I, I have to believe that there's a spirit world where I can contact my son. And so it changed your whole life. Um, so, you know, yeah, that does happen. I've what, had it happen. Mm-hmm. What piece of advice would you give somebody that's grieving right now? Um, I would say that grieving does not, it, you know, it does not have a, there's not one way to grieve, you know, and what I have found is that we can't judge somebody else's grieving. You know, um, I had a um, I had somebody call me yesterday and uh, somebody that I that I'm actually good friends with. And um, his um, his um, his wife passed away and um, um, and his his wife passed and ended up, you know, um, that was yesterday. Sudden thing. And all of a sudden this morning I got a text that he's apparently already starting to uh, clean out her bedroom, you know? So um, I think everybody grieves in a different way. What do you do about bad news? Do spirit, we've had, when when we went to George Anderson years and years and years ago, um, my dad, our dad got lung cancer and George is like, you know, you got to watch in this area here. You got to watch in this area. What do you do with bad news and how do you put it when someone's like, you know, you better not drive in the next week because you're going to die in a car crash or whatever. Or does that not exist? Does that not happen? Um, I always feel that spirit gives information that can only help us. So if they were to give bad news, there would be a reason why they think that you need to know that. 
Wow. Um, they wouldn't just give it to you and say, you know, oh, sorry, that's going to happen, you know. Right. I just don't think that they do that, you know. Right. Um, I have like five billion more questions. Billion more I don't. Questions. I don't know if that's our dad knocking or if that's uh, just. Not- <laughs> I don't know what that is. I just all of a sudden started. I don't know if I could try to find a different location or what. No, don't worry. No, it doesn't matter. It's all right. It's, it's all right. Good. We can we can, ra- we can wrap we'll it say, up. Soon. We'll say it's it's um it's the spirit coming through. <laughs> it's our dad. Have you felt anything during this reading? Have you? Did you feel anything or like not really? You have to. Like, um, you know, I wasn't really paying attention a little bit though. When you started to talk about your dad, I could feel that how connected he is to you guys, you know, and how and how and and, and how 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 much he's around you, you know. Yeah. No, we 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 it. feel it, and he's definitely like the symbols that he leaves us. I mean, it it, it can't be coincidence. Right. It literally cannot be coincidence. What the, the symbols um that you get from the other side do you ever get them wrong like the, if some if a spirit says you know red feathers red feathers but that wasn't my symbol mm-hmm. you know like and they're saying well no they're pushing red feathers does that happen where people go no no that's not my symbol or or do you well, i mean i think certainly yes i mean they can also give they might also give signs that might be for the future you know Right. They might give signs that are something that they're going to be sending. So they, they can do things, you know, that, they, you know, that, yeah. that, that's another thing. Is there a future? Because you, you've told me certain things that I never even thought about doing in my life, especially with my manager, where you said your, your film agent, you didn't even say it to me. You said it to my mom that your son's film agent is not doing the job and your father, your husband, my mom's husband is going to bring in a male energy to help me with my book. Monsterland. Okay. That's mm-hmm. the book. That's and like it happened. Like mm-hmm. I didn't force it. I was having a conversation with my attorney saying, Oh, Kim is just she she doesn't call me back. And my attorney's like, I got this other guy for you. His name is John. And I met with John and he signed me. And he's like this mega agent who started his own firm. Yeah. Um, but you knew that. Like, so is there a future that that we kind of can't escape? Or like, are we making our future as we go? How does that work? I think it's a combination. I think it's a combination of there are certain things that are sort of destiny points of things that we're just going to have to experience. And then there's certain things that we can, there's certain things that we can, you know, structure in a different way that we can, um, you know, that we can, you know, that we can, there's certain things that we can, um, escape from we're not escape but shift or something you know mm-hmm. so so we're not living out a screenplay right there no is- i think that we have we there i think it's a combination i think that there are certain things that are on our path mm-hmm. and certain things that we have to you know shift or certain things that there may be two or three options about uh, I'm I'm blown away, Eric. I could do this for another four hours, but I know we yeah, have to no. let Thomas go. Thomas, where can everyone find you? W- how can they get in touch with you? What's your story? I'm on Medium. I'm at uh, mediumthomas.com. So that's where people can find me and um, learn a little bit more about me and connect with me. Uh, everyone, please, everybody, please. if you had if you had value, if you found value out of this, we would appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to our channel. And please also, you know, reach out to Thomas. He's an amazing medium. It was life changing. There's there's life before Thomas and then there's life after Thomas. And we've experienced that firsthand. And we appreciate the friendship and we appreciate all the help that you've given us when our father passed guidance, and with our yeah. grandparents. The so gui- the guidance uh, very appreciated. Provide. Yeah. And anyone listening to this, I highly Eric and I highly, highly, highly recommend 
um, reaching out to Thomas and getting a reading. It, it doesn't matter if it's 15 minutes. He will change your life, guaranteed. Um, there was one last question. Um, I don't. I'm like. I'm like. Oh, the Thomas John experience. I, I binge watched that like the entire season. Uh, my son and I did it actually in the entire uh, in one night. How did you? How did you get into like? Like, how did you land your own TV show? Like, you're a celebrity in its own right. Um, you know, it just was something I, I was never really interested in doing that, but it just felt like a good thing. I always just felt that if I'm going to do a show, I want it to be about the work. And since there was such a focus on that show about it being about the work, I felt like that was important to do. Um, and I feel like you know the only reason to do a show is to expose this work to more people. And it's a lot of people have been able to, you know, find me um, through this and, and open their hearts and minds. And I, I think that's great. I think anytime somebody can learn and grow from something is, is, is awesome. You know, so my final question, I know, I know we have to let you go. How did you land Caesar's palace? Like you, you're on the, the, the stage at Cleopatra's barge. How did you get into Caesar's? I mean, that's huge. It was again, you know, um, it was just being open to different things. I actually, you know, we opened up obviously in the January, February of 2020. Yeah. Um, it, it was about a three or four year process, actually. Really? Um, yeah. One of my one of my friends who I'm very close to, she's actually a radio personality in Westchester. And her name okay. is Debbie Nigro. Um, and she's always coming up with these crazy ideas that are just, ne you know, like, you know, so she called me and said, I'm going to get you into Caesar's Palace. Um, oh I met these people out here, these producers. And um, I'm like, Debbie, you know, come on now. I mean, what, what is, you know, because I just didn't, you know. Um, so she said, well, they, they want to meet you and they, they do a lot of shows. And right. so I met them and they're, they're, they're the Glist Entertainment and they do like the Bronx Wanderers. They have several shows out there. Okay. So I met them. And of course it was, you know, can you give this person a reading? This person works at Caesars. They don't, you know, they don't believe in this type of stuff. Can they? And it just kind of like meeting after meeting after meeting to the point where I just, you know, um, we brought it to several properties and then it just all culminated and worked out. We brought in another company, Base Entertainment, um, and it, it, it and it just worked out. It just happened. It was the right time and organically and got the right people to support us. And we actually had it at another property before Caesars. We we're about to sign on the dotted line. Wow. And the guy just abruptly called and said, you know what? Actually, we're going to pass on this. We decided we're not going to do psychics so that went away we had to go over to see so it just was one of those things where it was i guess it was meant to be because it just it was like the little thing that kept going on did and you on. read did you read the executives because we work with caesars and like oh yeah i mean i i, I mean i had to read like probably everybody in the whole property i mean because yeah. <laughs> Well, this one has to sign off on them. They never had a reading. And so, um, yeah, there was a lot of that going on and stuff. But like I said, it just kept, uh, it, you know, it just kept, just kept happening, you know, just kept kind of moving forward. And, right. and, you know, one, one day it was like, okay, next week we're going on Ticketmaster. So, 
you know, listen, Vegas, it. Vegas only takes the best of the best and you are seriously the best of the best. We, we do wish you Thank success you. and, and lots of luck in your you. future endeavors. Oh, and uh, hang on one we'll, second. We're yeah, going to sign we'll off. We'll be talking soon. I'm going to sign off and uh, hang don't, on one second. Don't go anywhere. Hold on. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Everyone for like, in. subscribe, leave comments and go find Thomas because someone's trying to contact you from the other side.